Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, guys? It's your boy Dylan at ThunderJazz, and I'm here with a word from our sponsors, Bet Online. Uh, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports contests and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in game betting, props, and futures. Just head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BLEAV50, that is BLE50 in all capital letters, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Top of Thunder podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Hunsinger. At Thunder Chats, we are part of the Believe Network, and I am joined by the man, the myth, the legend, although it starts to lose its merit after I say I introduce everybody like that on the podcast. But anyways, uh, the man wearing the swag hat, the man that has a beverage in front of his name, a man that has a beverage in his hand, a man that played some golf today. The one, the only, Champagne Jerry. What up, Jerry? What up, Dylan, man? Uh, it's been a while since it's just been us two. You know, I kind of feel this is like a proud, you know, father-son moment. Of course, I'm the dad. Um, How but... are you? <laughs> but uh, no, man, I'm happy to be on. Uh, some stuff has happened since the last time I've been on, and um, we're in the depths of training camp and almost preseason, which is pretty fun. Like we're almost there. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just getting more amped up about this season way more than I, what, I, what I was last year. Yeah, man. Um, looks like Alex might possibly join us. So this son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Jerry just spent about 20 minutes on the podcast talking about past life situations. So um, we should have been halfway through the podcast by now, so Alex would have missed it. But since we talked about that, Alex might be able to join us. So there you go. Blessing in this cast. Um, but Jerry, man, you know, uh, I mean, I mean, it's, it's been a little bit since you've been able to be on the pod. Um, I think the last pod I had, uh, I had a breakdown breakdown on. Yep. Clemente and Hunter, and then of course uh, Yanni of uh, OK3. Um, yeah. okay, good job, guys. Good job. That was yeah. a very good pod. I enjoyed that one, actually. Yeah. So, oh, oh, you enjoyed that one. <laughs> well, no. What what I mean by that is like, <laughs> like I enjoyed that it wasn't any of us, and it still was like some good discussion. Like I could appreciate everybody, and um, just thankfully, I like all those people, so it kind of worked out. Oh, yeah. They're all good people. I put out the bat signal because nobody was able to pod with me. I really didn't want to do a solo pod, so we got it done. And then I think the the pod before that, it was me and Cone talking about uh, Presti's presser. And I think yep. 
I think even before that might have been Family Feud with uh, with the franchise. And it was the last time he was on with me. So. Yep, it was because me and other Jerry had it out. We dueled it out. It was a good time, man. It was a good time. But hey, man, you know we're uh, we're out of the door in terms of the off season. Like you said, you know we're not playing Family Feud anymore. We actually have things to talk about in Thunder basketball. Like you said, we're in the heart of training camp. Um, you know, I mean, what was it? I, I guess they've gone through their first full week. We got our first preseason game on Monday. Like, yep, things are starting to get real. Things are starting to get exciting. So, Jerry, uh, let's open up this discussion. Um, just hearing from you, man, because you know, obviously, we had media day on Monday, and I had you know, some awesome guys to come on and like kind of have their takeaways from media day. But uh, if I was to have you have like your big takeaway from media day. What would it be, Jay? I I think most of it is just how impressed I am with the quality of guys that Sam Presti drafts. Um, and I'm not saying that just because they're like a good interview, but like a lot of their answers are are for young guys. You're not expecting those kinds of things. Um, and to see how some of these guys have grown too, not even, you know, mentally, but physically, you know, seeing Trey Mann <laughs> look like he did, um, seeing Poku, you know, looks looking a little thicker than a snicker. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it, it was just real nice. So I think the big thing as I was just impressed with just the quality of guys that we got. And it's, it's just nice to see that, Presty really hasn't deviated from this in like years, but we're, we're starting to get some very quality basketball dudes on top of it. Um, and maybe it's, it's, it's really biased because what do we get, you know, three picks inside this top 12 this year. Um, so of course they're going to be a little bit better, but just, watching these young guys be able to speak through and be very professional through their media days. And um, you can tell that they're all very high IQ type of players. So um, I'd say that's really about it. Just the quality of guys that we had coming in this year. Yep. They understand the game of basketball and uh, yeah, they, uh, they have a, I like that they have fun, man. Like, you know, they're all yep. – like, nobody's taking it too seriously. Like, they're all, like, super loose and uh, super, you know, high energy together. And, like, it's a good time. So, uh, oh, here we go. Joining us now is the man, the myth, the legend, Alejandro. What up? What up? How goes it, brother? Hey, man. Just trying to recover from death. What's up, Secretary Walters? How you doing hey. in the car over there? Hey, I'm not driving. I'm not driving. <laughs> well, this is just my office. Hey, I just asked Jerry kind of like his big takeaway from media day because, you know, in the media day pod, I didn't get to have anybody else from the unit. So kind of hearing from the unit, man, you know, Jerry said he likes the character and the, um, you know, the I guess the excitement and the joy that the players have to be playing mm-hmm. basketball together. So uh, what, what was your big takeaway from media day? Um, it just, it seems like there's a, an aura of confidence about this young team that I really like. Um, it could just be, 
you know, it could just be confidence, just, you know, that comes from, comes from youth. Um, but it seems like there's, you know, there's this confidence, there's this swagger to this team that they're like, you know, we might be young, but we're a bunch of talented people and we're a bunch of talented players and we're, we're going to go ahead and sneak up and surprise some people this year. Um, so that's kind of what I took away from it. Uh, honestly, didn't pay attention too much to uh, media day. I was halfway dying. Um, but yeah, the little parts that I did, that's what kind of, you know, jumped out at me. Well, we're glad to hear you feeling better. I know it was gut-wrenching for you to miss media day. I know that's what it really was. It was. Glad you're feeling better and hopefully, uh, hopefully you'll be good next year. Hopefully. (laughs) <laughs> we gotta get Jerry up in there again too, man. Jerry was a volume shooter in that one that one media day. <laughs> he was. You just gotta shoot your shots, man. Just take what they give you. And if no one's speaking and has that mic, you better take it and think of something on the fly. So Jerry uh, said, Hey Steve, um, is this the year you're finally gonna start chucking up some threes? <laughs> it's like I think it's a little more nuanced than just chucking up threes. <laughs> no, man, that's what we needed from him, damn it. That's and then I think I asked uh I think I asked Moose what he's into and if Oklahoma would fit his needs as far as like Minnesota being like a, a fishing state. Oh, uh yeah. what is he into here? And he tried to answer it as as best as possible, but then come to find out he's a golfer and me and him still haven't golfed yet, so I'm kind of disappointed in that. Dang, we gotta set that up next time. Man. Um before before we move on to like the news, uh, I wanted to flip this out to you guys. I talked to Cone about it, but um, I remember at the uh, the Chet injury press conference, Presty was like, you know, I have some things to say, prepared to say, and then when I'm done, I'll answer every question you guys have until we're talking about what books that I'm reading. <laughs> and I just I just imagine like Jerry being there and be like. Yeah, Sam, uh, Jerry Stevens, Top Thunder Podcast. Um, just want to know uh, what your thoughts are on the James Harden trade almost 10 years later. <laughs> and, I, and, 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 and I'm off in the corner with my head down, just shaking it. Yeah. Just like, damn it. <laughs> See, I'm stupid, but I'm not that stupid, right? Like, <laughs> Uh, there's there's levels to this, and I'm not at that level just yet. Everybody just looks at Jerry and is like, what? He said he'd answer any question we have. Yeah, duh, guys. You better get it while you can. Shoot. It's like, Closed mouths don't get fed. Absolutely. And, uh, well, guys, you know, going into this offseason, you know, the big term that was being thrown around was the roster crunch. And the roster is being crunched as we speak. Um, there's been two trades to speak of, first of which was Vic Krejci got traded to Atlanta Hawks for Mo Harkless and a future 2025 second-round pick. Um, well, Jerry. No, so, so he got traded He got traded for a 2029 second-round pick. My fault. And then they amended the mm-hmm. top 55 protected pick that they got from the uh, from the Gallinari sign and trade, yep. and they made it top forty. Yeah, so we actually have a real second round pick, is what we turned that into. Yeah, great. Eh, maybe not a real one, but a much less fake one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. It's like it's like halfway there. Uh, 
Jerry, I, I mean, you're you're the homer one of the five, man. Uh, were you sad to see Veet go, or you you all right? I'm all right with that, man. Um, you know, the one, and we'll probably get into it in a little bit. I I had feelings on a different one, um, but Veet, he just he just doesn't fit today's NBA. I don't think like his game is just not there. And he had little you know flashes during summer league, which was cool to see, but um, I really wasn't like pressed about it it was like all right cool let's just go ahead and you know move up a little bit further in the draft um and then get us you know a little stash of second round picks for later on so um yeah i really wasn't worried about it he wasn't going to get run i mean he had a whole season to get run and all the ample opportunity and just never got it so there's a reason for that i truly believe that so yeah whatever vit Veet, whatever your name is. It was like, I didn't take the time to learn how to say your name. Yeah. <clears throat> but, Alex, uh, do you have any other thoughts on that? you want to move on to the next trade? Uh, well, I mean, it was it was pretty savvy of, of Presti to go ahead and use the disabled player exception to get Harkless because hindsight being twenty twenty, we now know that he did that with the purpose of probably setting up this next trade, because if he would have gotten Harkless, he couldn't have traded him for, I believe it's 30 days um, together with other players. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so because he got him under an exception, he was able to go ahead and then move him as soon as he wanted to. Yeah. Man, I swear, Presley's just a wizard when it comes to trades. I remember that year when we traded – Chris Paul and Gallo and Steven Adams. It was like every way I wrote an article about it uh, when I was still at Overtime Heroics. And I was just like, every possible trade that you could make, Presty made this offseason, yeah. capping it off with a four team trade. But, um, you know, this is a little bit different because, you know, now we got the trade that happened just yesterday, kind of out of nowhere, kind of a head scratcher at first glance because it's equal players for equal players. And you're thinking roster crunch, like, okay, this, this does nothing to the roster. But anyways, this is the trade. So Derek Favors, Ty Jerome, Teo Maladon, and the newly acquired Mo Harkless, Thunder legend Mo Harkless, um, <laughs> alongside a 2025 second-round pick uh, protected uh, for – 2026. 2026. God, I, I'm, I'm messing up these years. Anyway, for Trey Burke, Sterling Brown – David Nawaba and Marquise Chris. Now, this is the trade that was like, like I said, it was head scratching at first because, like, just on the surface, it's even players for even players, and it doesn't help the roster crunch. But Alex, like you, you were like into the cap almost as much as anybody else on the pod. Explain uh, cap wise what this deal does for us. So, in in essence we got back four players that were cheaper than the four players we gave out. Um, So in essence, we're going to end up cutting people regardless. Mm -hmm. Uh, But now the, the cap hit as far as the money that remains on our, on our books is lessened um, by getting these players in than by keeping a Derek favors, keeping a Ty Jerome, keeping, you know, a a Mo Harkless, you know, you're, you're now able to go ahead and kind of, you know, maneuver a little bit more you know not necessarily be so pressed up to the luxury tax line in case you want to make a trade come you know before february 
Um, and so, you know, that's that's basically what it is. We're going to end up cutting players regardless, but now the cost is likely going to be less uh, than if we would have kept, you know, Favors and, and Jerome and Harkless. Yeah, absolutely. And the attachment is less too. Like, you know, you're, you're not attached to these players. You don't feel like you uh... – it's not yeah. as hard because you know you haven't like grown to know these players which i mean obviously it's a, it's a business either way but like it does make it yeah. a little bit easier but i i think you know i think the major kind of piece in all of this is probably going to be that 10.2 million dollar traded player exception and i know there's a huge you know ha 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 when it comes to tpes and sam presti and not using them yeah, but <laughs> this this TPE, you know, it's not that huge, but we're able, you know, if we go into 2023 and we're looking to get, you know, maybe a veteran piece here, maybe there, you know, maybe we could definitely go ahead and use that and trade like a couple seconds and we can get a nice little, you know, a nice little veteran at like $8 million, $9 million to fit into that TPE. So, so, it's, so it's a, it expires, so it would be September 30th, 2023. Okay, it's just a year later. Okay, gotcha. yeah. So I mean, it's a it's a tool to use. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. it's more assets to have. It's more tools in the toolbox, and that's Presti's game. And heading into 2023's off season, you know, if we are looking to make, even if it's a minute splash, you know, you we never know who we drafted. It could be Victor, or it could be the number eight pick, whatever. Um, but just having that in there, you know, having that ten million dollar traded player exception for a t- team that maybe you know wants to shed salary here or there and they have a good veteran that they're willing to give up you know it's, it's there for the taking and, and so we don't have to use our cap space we can just go ahead and kind of you know use that um to to get that player and move forward yep um, has there has there yet been a tr- uh you know a trade or a pickup for a tpe that's actually been valuable since those came to fruition a couple years ago like I was thinking about that the other day, like as we were talking about it, because didn't we let one expire this last year, or did we yeah, end we up using it? We let a lot expire. Well, and that's so, kind of what my point is. So, and and I think, yeah. and, and this is just my thoughts on the TPE is like I don't think it's more of a a bargaining chip because if I'm another GM, like I want you to waste that, right? Personally, I think it calls for like the most perfect situation, especially if you're trying to add into your team, you know, and, and move them another notch up or, or whatever that looks like um, for maybe someone that's disgruntled, maybe someone that maybe they do have a, a deal coming up and the team's already looking not to matching it or, or making it, you know, an offer to begin with. Um, I think that it's just so tough to even use those that like, yeah, it's, I, I think it's more valuable to me at least that we got 10 million underneath the cap where we can actually just save that money now. And whenever it is time to go, you know, balls to the wall and, and make this push, um, we can look back and be like, all right, well, Hey, we saved X amount of dollars here. Now we can go ahead and start using that money that we saved for this in the future. So um, I just don't get all antsy about TPEs. Cause I just, I no. don't think I've seen one yet. That's came to fruition for any team. You know what I mean? I mean it's we, been, like, we, super valuable. We've we used a couple, like, huh? Uh, I don't think we did, but I think we got Dion Waiters on one. Oh, okay. Yeah, which yeah, was so like we, again a perfect situation at that time. 
You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, that's the way and that I think, worked out. And I think that's what Presti's looking for, you know, maybe this offseason where you're looking for a team to offload, you know, a good young player or a veteran yeah. for whatever reason, you know, for whatever reason. And then we have that, you know, that available there to use. Yeah, sure. just have the option to have it. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I hope that maybe we can actually use it. But just, you know, in, in so far the experience, there just hasn't been any. So um, I don't get all amped up about them just yet. I'm more excited about the money savings. We we've never had a TPE. I mean, I mean, in the past, like pre like 2018, 2019. But in that time span where we had the Russell Westbrooks and the KDs here, we've never had a TPE with cap space. You know, and so when you have cap space, you can use the cap space to sign a free agent. And then once you hit your cap space, you can then go ahead and maneuver with other teams, you know, by using that cap, by, by using that TPE to get another player in if you want. Sure. Yeah. No, I, I'm not saying that it's not valuable. I just don't think that they come to fruition as much as we'd like. I mean, look, in a, uh, in a shit for shit trade. Oh yeah. 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 You yeah. Know, we came out of it with a couple tools that we can use in the future. Oh, absolutely. At least yeah, we got yeah. some toilet paper with it. Yeah. I mean, exactly, I'm definitely, yeah. I'm not dogging it. It's just one of those things where I just don't know if it's really going to do anything. So that's here nor there. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, whenever we did that four team trade with Steven Adams, we created the biggest trade exception trade exception in NBA history at 27 and a half million. Yeah. And I don't think we used it. Uh, I think we did. I think, I think we, we used did. a little bit of it. I think we did. I, yeah. I think we, we definitely used it wasn't for like Trevor Ariza or for James Johnson or something like that. Yeah, I'm just swinging and missing all over the place tonight, so that's that's awesome. I mean, I could, I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but I, I, we did use something, whether whether it was his trade exception or whether it was the trade exceptions that we got from Phoenix. We used some of those trade exceptions in that crazy 2020-2021 off seasons. All right. Well, to put it to put it in Jerry terms here, I uh, I've left a lot of divots in the tee box right now, so. But let's move on. Uh, you completely said that wrong. Don't you ever reference golf again if you don't know how to say it. <laughs> hey, hey, with that, with all that said, with all that said, so we have 18 players on the roster right now, you know, not taking into account the two two-way players. And so, you know, we, we probably have to cut, you know, well, we definitely have to cut three to get down to 15. So we're probably not going to cut any of our players that we currently have on the roster that are that are Thunder players. So if we're looking at these, the quartet of Rocket players, who do you like? Who do you think that we should keep? Who do you think that you know? Because it doesn't really matter. We're not we're, you know we're not going to cut anybody or keep anybody for financial purposes. So we can keep whoever we want. So who do you think out of those four probably makes the best fit on this team? Probably, you know, maybe we we take a flyer on. My easy answer to this is um, Marquise Chris. That's my easy answer. I think that he has the most upside. I think that he's been in just really weird situations in his career and with the right organization, I think he could probably shine a little bit more. Um, but I, I, I just don't even know what Sam plans on doing, but I definitely know that like a Sterling Brown, <laughs> a Trey Burke, um david nwaba um yeah they they ain't making it i think 
with them we have to wait 30 days right because we've yeah yeah, yeah. done the trade okay so um i mean we're probably gonna end up holding on to them until that opens up and probably not we have to make roster cuts by the 18th of october Oh, is it by the? I thought that it got. Well, never mind. I'm on last year's timeline. Yeah, that's right now. the day before your. Is that the day? That's that's the way your season started day, right? Yeah. 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 Never mind. Yeah, I'm on last year's timeline in my brain. So, um, well then, never mind. Yeah, bye, all three of you guys. Hello, Marquise, Chris. Um, and the reason why is because we also need to fill that void in the lineup too. I mean, we, we at this mm-hmm. point we literally have <laughs> J. Rob. And uh, Mike Muscala, you know, playing as big men right now. And, and yeah, that's it, it, it's okay for what we wanted to do, but um, we're going to need some depth there uh, long term. Yeah. And, I, and I think that they, my hunch is that they want to try to move J Rob out more as maybe a, a big four um in certain lineups versus being the starting five like not this year but next year and going forward and my thoughts are don't get attached to anybody we just acquired <laughs> like i i could see a realistic scenario where we cut every single one of them like marquis chris is a name that thunder fans seem enamored with you know whether it's because like you know what he was supposed to be coming into the league or just because like He's tall and athletic and he's long. You know, I, I, I don't know what, but like he's he's not gonna he's not gonna push for a starting job, I don't think. No. Um and at that point, like I would rather give minutes to guys like Uzman Zhang and Darius Baisley and Alex Pokashevsky and honestly like Jalen Williams, J Jay Will. So uh yeah, I I personally think that my prediction is that, like, they all get cut. And, you know, either you keep their roster spot open. You know, there's there's talk about maybe making Wendy, like, an actual contract. You know, there's definitely precedent for that, um, you know, with Wiggins and Dort before that. So, mm-hmm. and Deontay Burton. So, I mean, that's, that's definitely possible. But, yeah, man, I'd, I mean, I'm cool with, like, rocking with, like – you know, like you said, JRE and Moose, but like play Baisley, play Jalen Williams, play Pogoshevsky, like small ball fives and stuff. Like I'm down with like weird lineups, man. Like just just let the dudes play. <laughs> like we got so many young guys and like, you know, next year we're gonna bring in at least one new guy, maybe a couple more, depending on, you know, if we use that traded player exception. So like these guys need to get run quick. So we can, you know, see what we have in them. See, and that's where, like, I don't know, a piece of me, because I hate arguing with people. It's like when people are like, oh, man, Dort last year was so bad at shooting. And it was like, yeah, he was a primary fucking ball handler and the ball scorer. Of course, he's going to look worse than what he's really going to be whenever he has a full squad around him. Right. Like, makes sense. Like, look at Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin was the GOAT with Chris Paul and got away from the guy and that team makeup and looks like just a mid-level player. Um, I mean that and his knees exploded. Well, that's part of it too. But you know, at, at the end of it, like, like 
I, I, I would like to have more quote unquote real lineups for the future, just so these guys get a feel for what their real role will be um, yeah. and how they're going to be called upon to play that type of game. So I hear what you're saying to though, Dylan, like screw it. You know what I mean? Just let it ride. Let's see what happens. Let's get weird. Um, but I'd also like to see the other side of it too. You know what, you know, what sucks about this trade is whenever we do start winning, this would be the perfect kind of trade to get like a backup point guard and get a veteran wing guard in, in Nawaba and, you know, Trey Burt, this would be the perfect trade to kind of get some of those types of players in, you know, but now at this point, you know, in the timeline, they make no sense, you know? So I think we, we probably take a flyer on Chris just to see, you know, just to see what we have with him. And he's, he's, he's easy, uh, you know, cutting bait, you know, if we want to go ahead and get rid of him. Um, But yeah, you know, that's, that's what I think. If we do keep any one of these players, it's probably him. But then again, you never know. You know, if somebody shows out in training camp, or they, if they actually bring these guys into training camp and, you know, somebody shows out like Henrich did, you know, the summer we brought him in with all the other guys from New Orleans. And, you know, every one of us was like, yo, Kenrich is going to get cut. Kenrich is going to get cut. Yeah. Here we are three years later. He's got a brand new, you know, contract he extension. To retire. And he wants to retire. And, and he looks like he's, you know, he's going to be the, the next generation's Nick Collison, you know, so. You just never know. So something that I just want to tell you guys, which is actually kind of funny right now, on our roster, we have two number twos and two number threes on our roster currently. Like jersey numbers, yeah. Mm, yeah. David Nwaba, number two. Shea, number two. Josh Giddy, number three. Trey Burke, number three, which is just hilarious. Well, both of them are losing their numbers. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Most, most definitely. So I, I remember back when Russ and PG was still here, I wanted Mwaba so bad, like signing with the mid level exception. That's what I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and now we got him. Same with Mo Harkless. We had him. Exactly. <laughs> Way too yeah, late. That's how it always back. happens with us, though, we, man. We, we always get him late. Nope. We got him. We always get these guys later than what we need them. Every time. Mike Muscala. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, we wanted you, Al, three years ago. Thanks for showing up late. Imagine Kenrich Williams on those Russell Westbrook teams. Imagine him on that PG Russell team after Andre got hurt. Yeah. Like, yeah, like we, we wouldn't have been playing Josh Houston's freaking, you know, 28 minutes a night. Good Lord. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. Yeah, we always are just like a day late and a dollar short when it comes to some of these things. But that's where, like, I have a lot of hope in just the way that this roster is built that, like, we're not going to have that problem at least for a few years. Speaking yeah. of Josh Eustace, you remember that one time we played the Bucks and Josh Eustace pressured Giannis' baseline at the end of the game and Giannis stepped out of bounds and they didn't call it and then he dunked they on the rest of the game winner? Yeah, yeah and I then – that game cost us, I think it was seeding, I believe is what it was. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. think we would have moved up the we, next seed, if I'm remembering I, right. I like think we, been we went down we, we went down to the sixth seed, I think. Yeah, we would have been like number five or something like that. Yeah, I remember that. That was ridiculous. There was one time I saw Josh Eustace at the Quail Springs Mall and uh, gave him a head nod and said, what's up? And he was in there eating with his – 
with his boo thing and uh they seem to be doing well now though they got a uh little 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 girl i think and uh just living the dad life so hope you're doing well josh <laughs> anytime i would uh houston would do something like all right houston chelsea would be like uh did you guys ever watch curse cowardly dog Mm. Oh yes, yes. Yeah, just about a huge no. fish bag. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Get your wife. Oh uh, no, man. Well, hey, uh, let's uh, now that we've touched on the news. Before we get to our next segment, let's take a break to hear a word from our sponsors. Hey guys, just wanted to take a moment to give us a word from absolutely nobody. Well, actually, giving you a word from us because, as I mentioned in the pod last week, we do have merch. Um, this is a podcast exclusive because as of this recording, I haven't put out any tweets about it. So for your exclusive chance to get our merch, go to shop.believe.com and search OKC. That is if you want less of a player-driven shirt uh, that's got a nice little uh, graphic of the cityscape and it has Oklahoma City. It's a very clean shirt. Or if you want something a little bit more loud, you want something with that's a little bit more player driven, you can go to bonfire.com slash store slash topic dash thunder. Now on that, we've got shirts supporting the Jane gang. We got shirts supporting Chet Holmgren. Of course, we got all the awesome Shea shirts. And of course, uh, we could throw it back. We've got the Thunder Nation shirt. We got I Just Want a Hoop back in the Chris Paul era. And we've got the classic, the one that you need for this rebuild, Trust the Presti. So head on over to either one of those websites. That is bonfire.com slash store slash topic dash thunder or shop.believe.com and search OKC. Hope you guys enjoy the rest of the pod. All right, and we are back. Now, uh, fellas, you know, Alex, I said to Jerry earlier, our first preseason game is Monday. The season is fast approaching, and I want to take it back to a segment we used to do back when we first started this podcast. Like, this segment predates Jerry and Tyranny and Connor, and it's the Cover Me segment. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look in the archives for, for the sound drop for Cover Me, but if not, it's basically where we just spout out some hot takes. And like, you know, it's it's just like cover me because I'm going in, like I'm going hot. So uh, let's do some hot takes for the season. Um, I'm going to go to Jerry first because if there's somebody that's got some hot takes and some hot homer takes, it's my guy, Jerry. I mean, how spicy do I need to get first? Hey, let, let it slow boil. Spicy need the ball. Okay, so this is my first hot take. Okay. Um, Lou Dort will be – a finalist for the defensive player of the year this year. Ooh, you said that was a starter. <laughs> what, is said, that is that no, not spicy enough? No, yeah, I that's mean, what I'm saying I was saying like slow boy. Cover me, boys. Like, yeah, well, yeah, no, I, I'll die on that hill too. Like it's it's a hot take, but I also think that it's definitely doable. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, unless Giannis just goes out and goes nuts this year. I don't see Marcus Smart getting it just because he pulled the Celtics out of the grave, you know, a quarter of the way through the season. So, yeah. Lou Dort, finalist for Defensive Player of the Year this year. Book it. All right. So, basically just one of the top three for Defensive Player of the Year. I like it. Um, 
I think you can do a defensive play, an all defensive team, but it's just really hard when you're on a losing team to get that kind of accolades. But he says we're losing. All right, there you go. <laughs> we're not gonna be losing much longer, apparently. So, uh, all right, Alex, you're burying the lead there, Dylan. You're burying the lead. Um, That's what I do, Josh Giddy will have fifteen triple doubles this year. Okay. Do you know offhand how many he had last year? He had four or six? Four or six. Okay. I'm glad I didn't say the number I was thinking because it was higher than that. So, all right. Was it? Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm I'm saying like the number I thought it was last year. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I've been swinging missing all night, so I'm not even going to say it. or I'll I'll leave another divot in the tee box. You don't leave divots on the tee box, all right? You leave them on the greens. Get it together. Uh, what are you leaving the tee box, though? You, you, oh, my God. I'm not even going to have this discussion with you right now. There's okay? all kinds of marks all over the tee box for people who have just, like. Yeah, I don't know. Ever, I guess your definition of divot, I guess it depends on that. You're not wrong, but you're not right in my dictionary at this point, okay? And moving on on topic golf. Yeah, no, but I I think that number could actually be higher, and that's my hot take. All right, all right, keeping keeping with this level of takes, I'm gonna go back to Josh Giddy, and I'm gonna say he finished his top ten in assists this season. That ain't hot. It ain't hot. What do you think he finished last year? Well, I mean, he only averaged like what, like seven, six, or seven. But so many potential assists were left out there on the floor when he was passing, you know, to to guys who weren't making shots, you know. So, um, yeah, man, I, I think – so I think the overall talent of this team has gone up. So with that, I do think that the, you know, the possibilities of people turning great passes into scored buckets – Goes up also, so yeah, I, I don't, I don't think that's a hot take, but maybe or find maybe top five in assists. Oh, that's that's a little bit spicier right there. Okay, well, he turned up, he turned up the heat a little bit on that one. Okay, yeah, we went from four twenty five to four fifty. So the, the the Scoville units went up there. Thank you. <laughs> yes. All right, Jerry, turn up the heat, man. What you got? Oh man, um, my other hot take is that, um. Santa will yes. be a all team first rookie. Oh damn it! He got first mine. team first team all rookie. I'm so sorry about that. I don't want to offend you, but I don't really think that's that hot. Well, no, it, I think that when you're looking at the just the class and who's above him, that I think that it's it's not so much spicy, but it's 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 kind of warm. Um, but I think some of those other guys in the positions that they're in have more opportunity than what yeah. he has, if that makes sense. That's fair. But hey, according to Kendrick Williams, he's going to be an all star one day. So yeah, it, I love him. I love him. Actually, I love both of them. I love Santa too. So, yeah. uh, all right, Alex. <laughs> Shay Gilgis Alexander will flirt with a 50-40-90 season 
but will not reach it because of the free throw percentage. He's already done that. That's not hot. I was going to say he gets 50, 40, 90. See, I don't think he, I don't think he can do 90 from the free throw line. See, I think uh, – what was it? Not last year, but the year before, I think he was at 54, 42, 81. Yes. So, I mean, he was already flirting with it. That's what I'm saying. Just it's not let, hot. Just let me live my dream, man. Just let me. This was it was it was it was it was Starks hot. The Starks. It was not Targaryen hot. It was the Starks hot. <laughs> All right, hot take. Uh, the nickname for Jalen Williams, Santa. Oh my God! Gets picked up and added to the Basketball Reference website. I mean, bro, I just... will, I will buy you, I will buy you a J Dub jersey of that. <laughs> oh, we I gotta make this happen now. I will literally buy you a J Dub jersey that says Santa on it. If no, this happens, but no, dude. I mean, think about all the wild and outlandish nicknames that you've seen on Basketball Reference. Oh yeah. Here, here's here's my hot take. My hot take is that that will happen, but it will only happen whenever somebody with more. Um, a higher Q score than you runs with it. And then they'll be like, oh, he got mentioned as Santa by this guy. Oh, yeah, Santa, that's a great name for him. Oh, say he went to Santa Clara. And then they run with it. Hey, Cone did we'll, it. We'll know, we'll know the truth. We will know the truth, but the the, the majority of the public will not. Yep. Hey, I, I, got, a, I got Cone on video saying it and endorsing it. So there you go. Oh, wow. That's enough. We got three cone. Um, all right, Jerry, back to you, sir. Um, man, this is tough. This is tough. All right. Awkward silence. No, 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 because I need, I wanted to figure out how I could voice this. Um, Darius Baisley is going to finish top 10 in blocks this season. That is hot. Pretty hot. Like Pretty but hot. I think it's doable. So Spicy. Okay. All right. What do you got, Alex? Um, Trey Mann mm-hmm. will be in the top three for six man of the year. I like it. Like that would be fun, but it kind of goes back to Dort for the deep boy thing. Like it's, it's not very often they're award losing teams for that kind of stuff. But hey, I'd be down. We're for not. That. We're not just your grandpa's losing team over here, okay, Dylan? <sighs> We've stepped it up. We have the whole league and the whole world hating us. So. You know, we've only been losing for two years, but in everybody's mind, it's twenty. So why not just give our guys some accolades? All right. My next one is Usman Jang. Cracks the top eight rotation. Do you have a time frame or like from the beginning of the season? I'll say before the end of this calendar year. So he has about a month and a half. Two and a half months. I like it. I like it. Hmm. I mean, I like I, I I honestly think that I honestly think that 
he has a real opportunity with Chet being out. Nah, you know what? That was lukewarm. Screw that. Usman Jang okay. ends the season starting for this team. <laughs> yeah. I mean that that's kinda that's kinda lukewarm whenever we're probably that's gonna be been... signing year ago year ago's Kalanzakis and uh Olivier, you know, Kalanzakis and all the Kalanzakis. <laughs> we're probably gonna be signing them all. In March, and, bring, so. and bringing Ramsey up from the blue and starting Mike Muscala at exactly. point guard, like yeah, that's that's exactly. Oh, I, I got no, another one. Mike Mike will be out with an ankle injury by then. Yeah, don't you say that. Yeah, don't put that evil on him, Ricky Bobby. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying a real ankle injury. I'm just saying you know. <laughs> hey, hey, we old, can't say old, that. We can't old say man, that. Old man soreness. Old man soreness. Okay, there we go. It's a real Wait thing, to, man. You just step wrong it one time, and it's – Hell, I know. Um. All right. Uh, Jalen Williams doesn't see a minute in the G League. Santa does not see a minute in the G League this season. Hmm. Mm. Kind of lukewarm. I, I think it's lukewarm because I just think at the beginning of the season he'll have that opportunity. All right, then, U- Uzman Jane doesn't go to the G League at all this year. Oh, I agree with that. That's a little bit. That's a little bit warmer. Yeah, yeah. I, right. I could. I got one for y'all. Go I got ahead. one. Do it. Jalen Williams will be starting by the end of the season. Yikes! That is spicy, spicy. Wait a minute. Are we talking about end of the season, like what you just razzed me about with Uzman Jane? Or... Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Okay. Oh my gosh, you too. That's not spicy. It, okay, so if we if we're still playing games of consequence in mid March, yeah, he won't be starting then. But if after mid March we switch our games to games of don't know what the hell, he'll be starting then. Yeah, but so will Lindy Waters. So I don't know how spicy that is. Do not be. Sp- Merch the name of Lindy Waters. No, I I love Lindy and I I love his story and I love the fact that he's an Oklahoma homegrown guy and I'm excited for him to get a contract if he gets it. So yeah, that's definitely not it. Um, man, I have yeah. one. Yeah, go ahead. I'm I'm getting spiced out over here. Wow, Jerry. Lindy Waters will start at least 25 games this year. Okay. Um, man. I'm going to add on to that, and I think Wendy Waters averages four made threes a game. Yeah. Doable. All right, fine, fine. You know, Jesus, people. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, but like I, I honestly like, I honestly think he's a weapon that we really, really, really want to learn how to use within our system. And I also think that Lindy has worked damn hard this off season mm-hmm. to kind of show out and kind of, you know, get in the gym, get stronger, you know, get a little bit like more defensive minded. Um, because that's going to keep you on the floor. And I think he has, he has a tool that we truly need with, with the players that we have handling the ball with Josh, with SGA, you know, you, you mess around and you put, you know, Santa out there, you put, yes. you know, you yes. shut up, shut up, shut up. I'm just trying to help you out, man. 
Yeah, but you put those guys out there, man, and like it's gonna be a weapon that they can they can utilize, and they have to learn how to utilize a weapon like that. Because if it's not if it's not Lindy Waters now, it could be, you know, hell, I don't know, Duncan Robinson in the future. It could be, you know, somebody like that. And so you know, these floor spacers they make the game easier for people like SGA, mm-hmm. and so it's better to start learning how to play with a player like that, um, and hopefully give them the confidence. To, to be that person that shoots 40, you know, 41% on threes on seven on seven attempts per game. Yeah, and I, I really liked, like, hearing from Lindy, like, what he was working on. You know, he talked about getting stronger and, like, working on defense, but he also talked about his conditioning because he was like, you know, in order to be, like, a shooter in this league, I've got to work to get myself open. Mm-hmm. I've got to run all around the court. I've got to navigate through screens. And if you can really get a guy to like hone in on like, you know, being a movement shooter like that, like he's everything we thought Alex Abrinas was going to be. Exactly. You shut your whore mouth and leave him alone. Okay. We, we love seeing you. I'm rubbing my, uh, I'm rubbing my sideburns right now. Okay. Um, here goes something kind of, kind of hot. Um, Poku will end up on Sports Center top ten at least three times this year. <laughs> I don't even know how we track this. I mean, just watch Sports Center every day, and if he ends up on there three times, I win. Um, <laughs> I win. Yeah, no, but I think that he'll. I, I, I honestly think that he's gonna have the biggest leap from. What was he coming into year three? Is that right? Uh, yeah. Okay. So four. out of the, fourth year, fourth, fourth year. year. Okay. So I think out of everybody that's not a rookie. No, no, no. no. This no is third year. This is third year. No, this is third year. So everybody that's not a rookie, I think that he will have the biggest jump than what anybody else is expecting. Side, side note. Side note. Question. So when's the last time you guys watched an entire episode of Sports Center? Not like when I was still living with my parents. When I was like, yeah, like when I was like 15 or something like that. You like, do realize that you can literally Google ESPN Sports Center top 10 today and it'll just give you a clip, guys. So um we can figure this done? out. Yeah. Just use the if Google only machine. If, if only there was a website that like had like clips, like two minute clips all the time and they did like you know movie previews and they did you know people talking about things and maybe maybe they should call it like youtube or something like that or like tiktok yeah i thought was, i thought he was going with tiktok there for a second he's, but... he's too old to understand that it's okay i hate i i, I freaking hate tiktok <laughs> i freaking oh i hate that shit uh, hey gentlemen it is my time to vamoose out of here you know, I guess since you know I'm not into TikTok, the uh, the Metamucil drink is calling me. So yes, I'm gonna go ahead and don't forget your Don't forget your Centrum. I'm gonna go ahead and head out, man. So y'all take care. Um, poop when you can, and as always, thunder up. Later, okay. man. Have a good night. Alex with the mid episode sign off. Take it easy, brother. <laughs> All right, brother. All right, Jerry. Um, let's see here. Who did the last hot take there? I said Poku is going to end up on top ten or Sports Center top ten at least three times this year. Huh. Interesting. Okay. Well, 
I'm trying to find a charger port somewhere I can hook up my charger for it's it's called an electrical outlet, Dylan. I know they might be a little <laughs> skim out there in Kentucky, but I don't know um, it's a charger port. But yeah. yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Um, um right. let me see here. Let me let me survey the roster. Um, I think it's so tough because like I I wanted to do something with Mark, but like they don't have like and I wish they did this a little bit more, like coaches on the rise awards or like you know what I mean, like best mm-hmm. coach of a losing team award. Um oh I, I got one for Mark. Okay, let's hear it. He gets tossed in a game. Just <sighs> one game. I mean, he's he's been pretty close. He's been pretty close, but like, the, Billy's got tossed one time, right? And I know Scott Brooks got tossed at least once. I don't know. I don't know if that really happens nowadays. Because doesn't that come out of their paycheck? I don't know. I'm not sure, man. I would assume it would, but if it does, we'll start a GoFundMe and pay for it. Yeah. The players, well, yeah, I, I think that like there's been cases where the coaches get tossed and like he's doing so on behalf of his players and the players like pay for it. Yeah, yeah. Now, who was it again? I think it was Boogie that did it a couple of times actually, or at least once, because you know he used to almost get tossed almost every single yeah. game when he's at the Kings. So that about sounds right. All right, um, let's see here. I'm trying to think, man. You got any more uh, rookie hot takes? Man, it's so tough just because, like, I want them all to be super hot as they're, you know what I mean, coming into this year and just trying to find their own. So, like, I don't want to say anything too crazy on some of these guys. Like, mm. I, I, I think Jay Will is going to surprise a lot more people than what he probably got credit for and where he was drafted at. Um, I think he's a guy that can um, definitely etch his way into like a four slash big three, you know, for playing a bigger lineup. Um, And he comes from just a pedigree of just really good defense and just solid basketball. Um, And I think he has just a lot to prove like to himself to you know everything that he believes in um so i think jay will i don't know I, I i think that he could probably be like top three in blocks on the whole team this year and maybe top three in steals i thought he's supposed to say top three in the league i was like whoa no no <laughs> no yeah not not that hot not that yeah. hot. um all right, yeah, I'm actually gonna I'm I'm gonna take your one of your takes and I'm gonna add on to it. I think that both Santa and Ooze end up on all rookie teams. Man, I think that's gonna be really tough. That's why I went with Jay Will, just because or sorry, with Santa. <laughs> um, just because I think out of the two, he's more NBA ready right now today. But I think Ooze has like the stupidest highest ceiling out of all the rookies that we drafted. Like the the dude can turn into something just really freaking special if everything works out right. Well, it doesn't uh, have a higher season, ceiling than Chad. I'll I'll tell you. That. 
Well, if you think about it, though, all right, like from where he's at right now to where he can be at, kind of so. Like Chet's overall head and shoulders are better than him, right? I'm not saying that that's even close to even being a fact here. I'm just saying that I think that Ooze has so much more room to grow and can really, really surprise people versus Chet. Like we know what we're going to get out of the guy. You know what I mean? Like with mm. Ooze, it's such an unknown. It's like, all right, are we going to have just a prolific score that can jump, you know, has the jump shot of a God and just has just a great body and it all fits together versus Chet. It's like, yeah, dude's going to block hella shots. He's gonna make hella threes. He's going to post everybody up. Um, like you kind of just know what you're getting. So um, I don't know. I don't know, but I, I, ooze really does excite me. Like the more and more that I got into watching, you know, the summer league games and just seeing the little bit of run that he got, it was like, Hmm, there's, there's something really, really fun here. Um, and I'm ready to watch him play against real NBA players, not guys, you know, more or less peers currently. Um, that are just now coming into the league. I'm really excited to see what he can do against a full-on NBA squad. Do I get to welcome you as a part of the Jane gang, Jerry? Bro, sign me up, man. Like, what are our colors? What's our gang sign? <laughs> um, what's our handshake? I'm, I'm about it. Because I, th- I think that out of everybody, he has the highest ceiling with the most risk, though. If that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I've I've said this multiple podcasts, and like I guess you could even tie this into a hot take, but uh, I think that the Thunder this year drafted this draft version of Evan Mobley, Scotty Barnes, and Moses Moody, and Chet Holmgren, Usman Jang, and Jalen Williams, Santa, <laughs> because yeah. because I mean the Chet the Chet Evan Mobley like you know the comparisons are like. They're they're just there. Like Evan Mobley's better on the perimeter, and Chet's probably better on the interior. But like offensively, in terms of like shooting the ball and like you know their yeah mobility and ball handling, like it's similar. Yeah, yeah, and no, for sure. Everybody wants wanted to point like in the draft process that like Jamie Sohan's going to be like the next Scotty Barnes, but like Scotty Barnes isn't just defense. Scotty Barnes is a guy that can create for himself and his teammates and do so off the dribble. And that's something that Usman Jang can do. And in terms of defensively, you know, we've seen, like, Dube was one of the best defensive players in on our team in Summer League, like, in terms yeah. of, like, positioning, knowing where to be, staying in front of his man. Like, he's a really highly intelligent defender. And, like, that's that's day one. And he's got a frame that he can fill out. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I think he's the Scotty Morris. And then Jalen Williams, Moses Moody, like, you know, a guy that's got really – like a crazy long wingspan, a guy that can come in and really knock down shots, is athletic and can get after it defensively. Yeah, I that that's that's where I come up with that comparison. Yeah, no, that's an okay comp. That's an I mean, I could see where we could debate that, but but for the most part, that's pretty solid comp. Pretty solid. Yeah, I like it. Well, uh, you got any other hot takes before we move on to the Shay and Nay? Man. No, I, I I really can't think of anything. I'm just super amped up to like get into preseason. Like I have the October sixth preseason game, and I'm like, 
it's against Adelaide, I think is that that one. Yeah. And I'm so amped up to go to that game. Like, I just cannot wait to watch that. And then I have the opener. Like, I'm just ready to get this thing kicked off and just to, you know, just to get everything started so we can just see what, you know, we ended up buying this summer. And um, I don't know, I guess get this year over with. I think that's where I'm at with it, too. It's kind of weird. Like, I'm excited. It's like, oh, man, I can't wait. I think it's like Christmas and you have to go to like your other family member's house. Like you're like, yeah, it's going to be awesome. Cause I'm gonna get presents, but I really don't want to be here right now. Yeah. Um, I was a lot more excited before chat got hurt and before Shay got hurt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think that's probably where a lot of that's coming from right now was the Chet injury. Um, but even like listening to him the other day, like the kid is so cerebral and is so like just forward thinking and um has just kind of a great attitude throughout it all that i'm just dude's getting shots up on a scooter <laughs> yeah i mean hooper's hoop bro like it don't matter like look at us we're in our 30s and we like practice cross-ups and stuff against you know doorways and whatnot and like do spin moves around corners and shit so um he literally gets paid to do that and um I don't know. I I don't even know if it's that because I knew coming into this year, even picking up the haul that we did in the, you know, in the first round, um, I knew that this wasn't the year that we're going to start making moves just yet. Like, I, you know what I mean? I think we all had it in the back of our mind. It was like, eh, like, are we going to be better on paper? Absolutely. Is it really going to translate? We're going to actually run a full squad the whole season? Probably not. And it's just because of what we have, you know, available to us right now. Um, Cause if, again, I, I definitely think that we could move and I know you guys call me crazy for it, but like if we're a four pick, we get the fourth pick. I still think we have enough assets to lure a team to allow us to move up to the two or the one. I still think we do maybe not the one, but at least two, like if we wanted to get some scoot, or some some amen um we could we could work it out we could work it out yeah i'm just i i've come to grips with the fact that i've already accepted when i get victor Wembanyama. i just i don't think that there's any way it's gonna happen not with that attitude <laughs> well i can have that attitude and press he can think however he wants to but like i for us to get number two last year, if I mean, I don't know, it, it would I'm just, a, this is crazy. my whole theory on this. This is my whole theory, right? Look at what the Pelicans did with theirs. Oh, I like, get it. And like the Cavs that's what gives me hope. Back years, like, yeah, like that's what gives yeah. me hope is just that right there. Like, yes, the percentages are small, but you still have a percentage. And I'm a poker player, right? <sighs> All you need is a chip in a chair, right? And I've seen it happen. All you need is a chance. And um, I'm not saying that it's going to or, or anything like that, but we, we, we got a shot. We got a shot. And if we don't get there, we still got some assets to move to get ourselves in that position and still have some leftover to do some other things down the road if we wanted to. Well, well my thing is, is it's just a stupid, talented class. Like, it's so deep, man. Like, I can oh, name- yeah. I can name you 14 prospects right now that would just change our team. 
and like that's 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 the lottery i'm like we're gonna unequivocally be in the lottery so like yeah 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 and, like, and we're that's, fine either way i think that's the other piece that i look at too it's just like honestly i don't give a shit who we get i yeah. just don't like we just need to, another year with some run with some of the guys that we have let these guys gel together let josh get another year let chet you know what I mean? Next year, come in after all these guys have matured for another whole other season. And um, I think we're going to be dealing with some magical things here in Oklahoma City for a while. Yep. I like it, man. Well, uh, before we move on to Shay and Ned, just going to ask you, what's your uh, win total projection? <laughs> man. Last year, am 124. I, yeah. Am I a homer or am I being a realist right now? Give me both. Um, my Homer says that we could probably win 35. That's if we kept everybody like playing consistently. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say 27 being a realist. And I know that's kind of on the high end, but I, I don't know. I just have a feeling that we're, I don't know. I, it's so hard to to tell this because like I thought coming into last year, like the first what three weeks of the season, I was like, hey, this team can actually probably turn it around and like be really good by the end of the season. And then it was just injury, injury, sitting out, injury. And that's what really just hurt us was playing, I don't know, how many lineups did we play last year? Like 55 different lineups. Oh wow. uh, yeah. So like my heart wants to tell me that we're going to be sort of like that again, but then may not be at all. So it, it most definitely could be less than 27. Yeah. I I think that my, I, I don't know if I've put it out here or not, but I think I've settled on like 28, 29, something like that. Yeah. Which you know, right in the same ballpark as you, but. Uh, I guess this can kind of go into my bold takes. I think that once Shea comes back, barring a, a setback from that injury or, like, getting injured again, I, I think if the dude is healthy enough to play basketball, I don't think he sits another game this year. I'm hoping not, just for his sake. You know what I mean? And, like, mm-hmm. the team chemistry sake of it. Because I think that's the biggest part that hurt is, like, you saw at points where – whenever we had the full roster going, like the chemistry was getting there and everybody was playing just a lot better together than I think I even expected at times. Like I I reflect on that Lakers game at home where we came back um, on them, right? Like Mm -hmm. you weren't supposed to do that, but you guys did that by playing really good defense and playing within yourselves to, to win that game. Um, against a very loaded roster, you know, of the Lakers at that time. So, um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I hope that's the case though. Cause I, I really want Shay just to hoop. I, I think he deserves that. I think he deserves the ability to go after a second team, all NBA go after maybe, you know, scratch himself a all-star game. Um, what we need to do is we need to trick the Canadians from the voting for him. So they think they might get him, and then we just vote for him, and then they don't get him, and he stays with us forever. No, you do, you do that thing that uh, Dolan was doing that was like 
I don't remember what his example was, but basically you could be like, hey, Shay should go back to Canada. Don't you agree, Raptors fans? Retweet if you agree. But like when he said Shay, he would do the hashtag Shay Goldis Alexander. And then he put in hashtag NBA vote at the end. So every retweet is a vote for Shay. Yeah, that's exactly what we need to do. Good job, Dolan. Good job, you sly son of a gun. Oh, if Dolan's anything, I'll use that. So, yeah. All right, man, let's close this out. I'm starting to slur my words because I'm tired. So, uh, what's your Shay and Nay for the week? Oh, man. Uh, we know you're Shay. What is it then, Dylan? You played a little Twilight Tea Time. Well, thanks for stealing my thunder. Um, no, <laughs> I, I think my Shay is. Most definitely um, that, like, we're getting closer to basketball coming back. Like, that's just so important to me. It gives yeah. me normalcy in life. Um, as much as, like, I didn't talk about the Thunder as much last year, I still watched every single game. Um, I just have a newfound love all over again this season whenever you have, you know, three lottery play or yeah, three lottery players and, you know, four first rounders coming into your lineup. So um, I think that we're just that much closer. Um, my nay for the week would probably have to be, man, I think where my golf game is at right now, it's driving me freaking insane. So if anyone's listening, that's a professional anywhere or know somebody that's a professional anywhere and wants to hook your boy up with some lessons, and I'll trade you some tickets for those lessons. Um, let me know, please. Um, because if I could just get some of my swings down, my putting is so sick that I'll be I'll be the greatest sandbagger this side of the Mississippi. Yeah, Jerry's tired of making divots in the tee box, so please help oh him. God. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. What's yours, Dylan? What's I've, I've, yours? Ne- I've never had anything that I could say that like genuinely bothers you. So I'm just soaking this up. Yeah, you might as well. You might as well. Uh, it's hard to rattle old Jerry. I definitely don't get rattled that often. Uh all right. Well, um, so my uh my nay for the week, we'll start off bad name with a high note. Uh, is what I explained to you and Alex last night. Nova just would not go to sleep for nothing last night. Like, yeah, well, no, I take that back because his like he does his uh his nebs his his medicine from like seven to about eight thirty, and from there we transfer him into the bedroom and he goes to sleep. And he did. He went to sleep last night until about 10, 30, 11 o'clock at, at the end of the, the Thursday night football game. Yeah. And from there, I mean, he wasn't even crying. He's just going, oh, like just making noises. And like to the point, it's kind of funny. And you're like, oh, you know, turn his turn his lullaby music back on. Maybe he'll go back to sleep. And it never does. And then the uh, turns into crying. And then you do this, you do that. And then one hour turns into two hours, turns into three hours, turns into four hours. And that's 3 a.m. until the kid finally goes to sleep. And you have to get up at 6 a.m. to go to work. So, yeah, that's why at the end of this pod, I started slurring a little bit. That's why I was swinging and missing on all my, all my numbers and facts today. I'm just, I'm not all there, okay? <laughs> Very, very tired. But um, in terms of Shay, um, 
you know, tomorrow uh, is it's just going to be a football day. So, like, every other week I'll, you know, I'll go play a sport with my friends, you know, depending on when uh, when my son's soccer games are. So, tomorrow AJ's got a game in the morning. And from 8 to 11 a.m. is when we play basketball. And his game's at 10. So, I won't be able to play basketball tomorrow. So, we're playing football tomorrow afternoon. Nice. Yeah, so, I mean, and it's worked out the last three times I've got to do something that's been football. So, I'm going to play some football. I don't get a sore at football because I'm playing quarterback. I'm not doing a lot of running. So, that that's a good time. And then, of Chill course. Chill out, Uncle Rico. Oh, no. I'm, I am I put that ball on a die. I don't throw it over the mountains. But, mm. but I, I can hit a quarter at the base of the mountain. So, Oh my gosh. I'm gonna uh, have to put that to to test whenever you come out here in January. Oh absolutely. We set up an obstacle course around the around the pool, man. I just pop, 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 pop. Yeah, we're going to. We're definitely going to. I gotta park right around the corner. We're gonna make it happen. All right, I like it. And then uh, of course uh my cats play the Ole Miss tomorrow, uh, at Ole Miss ranked game. So nice. very very excited about that. We get uh we get a couple big pieces coming back. Our starting running back we haven't had all year. Um, I mean, he'll be like he's one of the best running backs in the SEC in terms of like production, but also like pass protection, protecting Will Levis, like that's gonna be huge. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm 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 hoping for a for a good time tomorrow. Man, speaking of that, yeah, OSU plays um, Baylor tomorrow, and that's a ranked game, also number eight versus number thirteen, I think is what it is. So oh, or maybe man. number nine. So y'all are eight, right? Yeah, seven. Seven. All right. So then we're eight. Um, and then against Baylor at thirteen. So um that'll be exciting. Yeah. And um hoping we pull it out. We definitely need that W. Um thank you, K State again. Uh not only for the handing OU and <laughs> loss, but also covering the spread and the money line for me and making me some mucho bucks last weekend. Um if anyone needs any sports picks, just take Navy on the money line all season and it'll work out the way that you need it to. Um, but yeah, no, uh, hopefully your boys get there. And then I, I just have to say, if we win our game, we have to jump y'all in the rankings. We have to. I don't know, man. I mean, are you all playing at OSU or at Baylor? Uh, I think we're at Baylor. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it's in Waco. Uh, it'll be interesting i mean if if we both theoretically you you would jump us if they're ranked higher if we both win i don't know i think so yeah they're oh sorry they're ranked number 16 and we're number nine sorry we got mm. moved back because we had the bye week we're number That's seven weird. i think old miss is 15 aren't they um i'm about to check the rankings right now <laughs> This is great podcasting, great Thunder podcasting. But hey, oh, I know. What, while yeah. we're doing that, doesn't it feel good to be undefeated? <laughs> hey, not too many people can talk about it right now. I think there's what, like nine schools, or no, there's more than that. Let me see. Yeah, no, there's, there's only like 15 schools that are, you know, undefeated right now. Let's see. So Old Miss is number 14, is what ah. they are. See, so now um, now I maintain that if we both win, we will probably still stay above you in the ranks. Yeah, you guys probably will. Whatever, who cares? <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't know if you got to hear. Uh, I said it in the podcast uh, with Connor, but um, one of my buddies has season tickets, and uh, he's taking me to the Georgia game, 
Um, so nice. Yeah, that's gonna be a good time. I'm, I'm, op- like, I'm cautiously optimistic that we no. could like both. No. no, no, no. I'm saying like that we could both go into the game undefeated, and it's like a t- two top five matchup. Like that'd be amazing. I'm already putting money down on y'all to lose to Tennessee next weekend. Oh no, we got Tennessee. I ain't worried about yeah. them. Yeah, I think I think y'all lose to Tennessee. And I don't think uh, it's not next weekend, is it? I think we have. I a, think it is next weekend, or it might be the weekend after. It might be y'all's bye week. Yeah, our, our bye week's week before Tennessee. Yeah. So sorry, the weekend after. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm probably gonna take them. Well, you're gonna lose money. I'm sorry to tell you. Doubt it. Because we uh we made uh, Anthony Richardson look like a Pop Warner quarterback at the Swamp, and he torched Bro. the balls at Tennessee. So, Bro, um, don't done. even don't even talk to me about that. Come on now, Florida is not who Florida used to be, and I was way off. Y'all played them in three weeks. My bad. Oh, okay. I don't know where I got that from? Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, and you know what? To be honest with you, Spencer Rattler is probably just gonna light y'all up. No, dude. Yeah. No, nah, dude. Our defense is good. Like our defense nah, is like legitimately good. They're and... okay. They're okay. They're 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 no OSU defense. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. Well, uh, who was it? um John one of one, uh Samillo Jackson. Yeah. Uh, Mike. So many different names. Um, he uh he actually tweeted a picture of projected bowl matchups, and they have us matched up with you guys in I want to say the Sugar Bowl, maybe? Cool. I'll take it. If so, that happens, yeah, I'm definitely giving you shit, like, every single day until that game happens. Yeah, and then we win, and it's just like, Y'all ain't gonna win. it's crazy. And then in, like, in a couple years, probably not this season, but the season after, Mike Boynton's putting in work on the basketball recruiting trail. I think we got, like, the 11th best recruiting class right now, and we can't even play in the tournament. So just imagine whenever we can play in the tournament, what his recruiting classes are going to be, um, and we're yeah, just going to be Kentucky be basketball five, too. But we're number one. That's that's crazy, Jerry. Oh, that's cool. Wait until John Calipari <laughs> does something stupid and uh, gets fired, and that's all over, sucker. Uh, he won't get fired. He's got a lifetime contract. He'll oh, be all right. He'll probably pull. What what was that coach's name from Arkansas? Sean uh, Miller. No, not the basketball coach. He's the football coach that did something real stupid. Oh, I said you said Arkansas. I was talking about Arizona. I'm stupid. Uh, Bobby yeah. Petrino. Bobby Petrino. He'll probably pull a Bobby Petrino or a uh, what's the one from Ed Orgeron, um, <laughs> and just do something just straight dumb no. or an U- Ume Adoko. Uh, he might do something like that. We'll see. No, cows. Cows fine. Cows. Cal be all right. Whatever. Whatever. I, I lost my train of thought. I was going to say something else. But all right. Well, hey, if you guys have listened through the entirety of our Oklahoma State and Kentucky. We're sorry. Propaganda, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was our Shay and Nay. So, you know, we're, we're, we're sitting pretty. It feels good to be undefeated. Uh, some people don't know what that's like. I'm I'm kidding, OU fans. I'm kidding, OU fans. I'm not. Don't wait on me. I'm just, I'm just poking some fun. Um, you know, they say act like you've been here before. UK hasn't been here uh, since I was oh god, how old was I? I think I was 13 years old when we was last number seven. So yeah, nice 2007 Andre Woodson as a quarterback. Beat LSU number one team in the nation, have Florida on the ropes the next week, the Tim Tebow, and then we lost. So yep, 
Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was a crazy year. Uh, it was our it was our best football year by far until Stoops got here, and then Stoops just established a dynasty. That's what you got to take. Stoops families do those things for some reason. Yeah, we got a we got. Is it Mike Stoops? Yep. I think he's our linebacker yep. coach too. So yeah, won't be long until Bob joins. Yeah, because we had him at OSU. Actually, no, we had the no. What was it? Never mind. I'm thinking the Gundy that was in Norman for a while. Never mind. There's a lot of football family. All right, here we go again. We're going down a rabbit hole. Thank yeah. you for listening to our podcast, guys. The season is afoot. It is coming upon us. Uh, that yeah. Go ahead, Jerry. Get your Snickers out. That was that was bad. That was no, bad. Just continue, sir. Just continue. You might as well rock it. Okay. <laughs> we are literally a dumpster fire right now, and um, just sit it. back and yeah, sit back and watch us burn, guys. But yeah, the season is upon us. Yep. It begin or our season, our preseason begins on Monday. Uh, we'll be recording Tuesday to talk about our thoughts and feelings about that games and some takeaways that we can have from preseason and also, you know, just, just some fun content. And, you know, we won't just be talking about what the team's doing. Uh, you know, we've got some of interviews with the No Ceilings guys coming up, you know, kind of uh, looking ahead to some of those prospects we was talking about earlier and who might fit the best and, um, you know, what nice. we're looking at with the players that we already brought in from the draft this year. And, of course, Mike Muscala is going to be coming on the pod uh, sometime before the season. I've reached out to Tyler Parker. He, he'll probably come on the podcast, and we'll have a good old time. And, I mean, just just a lot of a lot of good times coming ahead. So be sure to keep it locked here. Um, and, yeah, with that being said, I hope you guys have a great night. God bless. And hoop when you can or play football if you can't. And, as always, or golf. thunder up. Thunder up. Voice cracked there, Jerry. Going through puberty. Thank you for listening to the Topic Thunder podcast. Our podcast is available to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play, or anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Be sure to leave us a five star rating and a positive review, and follow us on Twitter at OKC Topic Thunder. Thunder up! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.